Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Pond. Pronoun she, her. I am a Reiki practitioner of 10 years and a witch of four years. Please join me every other Saturday at 5 p.m. as I discuss topics for the modern witch. Whether you're still in the broom closet or anywhere in between, there's sure to be an episode just for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast. For April 15th, 2023, the moon's phase is in waning crescent. Some ways to work with the waning crescent phase are um, reflecting and releasing. Um, Moving on for April 15th, 2023, the moon sign is in Aquarius. Aquarius rules over the calves, the ankles, the skin, and the forearm, along with muscles. Uh, Surgeries are not recommended for this phase of the moon. I'm going to skip the card of the week uh, this week and next week. And the reasoning for that is because in my haste to pack up the last minute items for my move, I packed up uh, my cards as well. And I didn't realize it until didn't dawn on me until after everything was packed up and the boxes were all taped up and labeled and I just didn't feel like unpacking and digging around for the cards so for this week and uh next week the 29th there will be no card of the week but as soon as I get settled in my new place and everything's unpacked I will start incorporating the card of the week again but with that being said let's get into this week's episode on inner child So uh, this topic touches on uh, very nicely with uh, last week's episode on the mother and father wound. Um, Last week I mentioned the Umbrella Academy as a show that I really enjoy watching. It's a show on Netflix. And um, for me, it shows a perfect example of the father wound. And I want to touch on something real quick that I don't think I mentioned in last week's episode in regards to, like, the mother or the father wound. Just because they're called father or mother does not mean it is designated for uh, that person. What I mean by that is, for example, your mother wound might have come through uh, your father, for example, if he typically took on that role um or not even the role of of mother not even that but if if your father uh is somebody who portrays like typical um mother traits um like let's say your father was very um uh like let's say very verbally abusive, let's say. That's something associated with the mother wound. And let's say your father was um, very, or your mother. So your your father's got a typical mother trait and then your mother has typical father traits. So it doesn't, it's not designated to like a gender. Um, All genders have a combination of father and mother in them and it just depends on which one um, they favor and which one comes out the most through them so I just wanted to touch on that really quick but uh, yeah with that being said 
Let's get into this week's episode on the child wound or inner child wound. Um, so yes, like I was mentioning, I was watching the Umbrella Academy after last week's episode. I really wanted to uh, just rewatch it. It's been a minute since I had watched it. And I was in season two. I forget which episode, but it was in season two. After, um, in season two, they go by Vanya. That's their name in the season. Um, I say that because in season three, they come out as transgender and start going by Victor. So we're in season two. So I'm going to refer to them as Vanya. Uh, And they find out that they have these amazing powers and that their father was uh, suppressing their powers because he was terrified of their powers. And um, so there's this one scene in in season two where uh, Vanya's like going through her childhood or their childhood and um, all these memories and back flashes and it, it shows uh, Vanya observing the memory and how and it shows how she felt the neglect the that didn't feel good enough to, to be able to join uh, their siblings in their um, adventures etc um, and the way the scene played out is like it would play the emotion that uh, Vanya remembers as a child. And then as the scene ended, uh, Vanya would just blow the scene up. And it got me thinking, like, that's what I was talking about when I mentioned in last week's episode about the time travel, not literally blowing things up, but like <clears throat> taking time, taking space, whether that's sitting somewhere comfortably or laying down um, somewhere and going back to a time that was significant for you as a child. This could be something that was emotionally damaging to you or a moment where you were genuinely happy, you know, in your life. And um, I'm not promoting violence or imagining blowing people or situations up. But what I would, um, I think what I was trying to get across last week when I mentioned time traveling was sitting in that moment, taking it in, observing it, and then, um, like acknowledging, taking it all in and acknowledging it and speaking to the version of you at that time that was happening to in real time and be like, I am here for you. I am your support. You are safe. Um, you know, all those things that you wanted to hear from the guardians in your life and that they failed you. Blank, port blank. They failed you and did not show up. That's what I meant by time travel. Because when you do things like that, you are literally rewriting the past, you know? Um, <clears throat> so that's where this week's episode came up. And some ways to um, put this into action could be writing yourself a letter. This could be writing your present self, like a letter from your uh, inner child to your present self, or it could be your present self to your uh, inner child. 
It could be a letter to the parents that raised you, the guardians that raised you. It could be to the parent or guardian that you wish you had. And write out all the feelings and thoughts and concerns and worries that you have because you did not get the guardian that you feel you rightly deserved. Um... Again, this could be a letter to your future self, past self, present self, um, you know, or it could even be a letter to uh, somebody that you knew that was aware of your situation and just getting out all your anger and frustration and, 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 and sadness and confusion because you're like, in your mind, you're thinking you were a child when this was happening and you know that there was somebody in your life who knew what was going on but yet it was easier for them to sit on the sideline and be like, oh, if it was really that big of a deal, they would have come to me and told me, and then I would have taken necessary action. No, that's putting pressure on the victim. When somebody is a victim, they do not have that ability, that wherewithal. And sometimes they're not even mature enough. Sometimes these are babies. And Yet adults around them are putting that kind of responsibility onto them that they have to vocalize exactly what's happening in the moment when it's happening. Or otherwise, the adults around you just are like, oh, it's no big deal because no one's saying anything. So that is one way of, um, you know, connecting with your inner child. Um, Another way to go about this... um, is talking to yourself. This goes along very nicely with writing the letters because whether you're just talking out loud, identifying an emotion that you're feeling in the in the moment, or you're writing a letter to yourself, you can do the voice memo on your phone. So either you can talk it into your phone and it's all just written out in your little notepad, or you can record yourself talking it out loud so if you ever want to go back and listen to like a reminder you just hit play on your phone and you can listen to what you were saying in that moment or just reading it whichever way is best for you for me I'm a very uh like audio person I I like speaking it out and then when needed going back and listening listening to it so I know not everybody is that way some people prefer just journaling Um, which is great too. That's wonderful. Um, but yes, so talking to yourself, this could, like I mentioned, show up as uh, you out and you're, I, you just all of a sudden identify that you're extremely stressed. And for example, this is a totally random example, but like, let's say you're at the grocery store and you're getting super stressed. Um, and, and you notice that you're getting stressed, but you're like, where is this coming from? And then after you leave the store, you realize you were getting stressed because there was like four people ahead of you and the bus that you needed to catch is, you know, 15 minutes away. And you're like, I've got another appointment. I've got, a, I've got a, you know, an appointment I got to go to after I drop my food off. So you're like, got all this going on and you're stressing out. Um, and in the moment, your way of handling it is just grabbing a candy bar off the shelf and start eating it. Um, but then after you eat the candy bar and you're finally home and all the foods put away, you're like, that was like, I didn't need to eat to suppress my emotions. I needed to identify my emotion and talk to my inner child and see what actions my inner child needed for me to take 
so they my inner child didn't have to freak out over the situation um so yeah that is another form of of talking uh to yourself um some things to say to yourself in those moments of stress and um you know you're trying to identify your emotion in the moment instead of being like I'm so stupid, why didn't I get in line to check out sooner? Be like, everything happens for a reason. Everything's going to be okay. Or saying things to yourself like, um, I get to catch another bus. Or I, um, what else? Like, I get to do blank. Or I can do blank. I'd like to do blank, like fill in whatever that is for you. But instead of saying things like, I'm so stupid, I'm always running late, say things like, um, I'm safe and I can catch the next bus or whatever, whatever it is that you need to say to yourself to reverse that negative self-talk because the negative self-talk might have been instilled in us by our guardians and the adults around us but a lot of us and I will count myself in that when I say a lot of us we are so that negative self-talk is so ingrained from our childhood that to a lot of us it's just second nature and we don't even realize that we're continuing what our guardians had started in the trauma business in us you know um if that makes sense. Like there was clearly something about you that made them uneasy about themselves, you know? So their way of dealing with that was dimming you down, bright, uh, dulling your light, you know, making you feel like you were inferior. And, and I'm acknowledging my inner child when I say these, cause these were things I definitely went through. And I have also very much acknowledged that, um, that I have started to do that, that my whole life without even knowing it, sometimes I'm carrying that torch that my parents were carrying when I was a kid. I just picked it up and I continued all that hatred, hateful self-talk towards myself. When in real life, if I had my inner child on the outside of me and I was looking straight at her, I would never in a million years say the things that I say to the adult version of myself. And that's what really has gotten me to not stop completely because I'm, I'm a work in progress, but has stopped a lot because, um, I would never in a million years want to hurt that little inner child me any more than she's already been hurt. Um, this is part of the reason why I am taking, uh, therapy and finding a psychiatrist so seriously because I feel like little child me has been carrying the torch for so long and struggling because little child me does not have the proper uh, coping skills to navigate life. And so adult me, it said, you know, take a seat, take a breather. Let me carry the torch from here on out. I've got our back. We're going to be okay. There might be some bumps along the way, but you do not need to worry anymore. You did enough of that, and it's my turn to step up to the plate. 
um, that's a perfect example of not only reparenting yourself, but also identifying your emotion and, and, and also breaking that negative habit of continuing the, 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 the hateful thinking about yourself or hateful speech. Um, another way, uh, to, <clears throat> Uh, start the process of healing that inner child um, is through art and play. Uh, some examples, of course, not limited to painting, drawing, sketching, um, uh, uh, playing Plato. I loved doing that as as a kid. Or even whenever I got the moment a moment to, I loved like doodling. Uh, or just getting like a piece of paper and just cutting it up to like really, t- I don't know what was so satisfying about that, but I would get a piece of paper and I would just cut it up to like little ribbons. And um, I don't know what it was about that that was like so soothing. Um, connect sand, um, that is a, another very soothing thing that um, I find enjoyable. Of course, if these things that I am mentioning, you're like, those are horrible, I don't enjoy those. Please find things that you do enjoy and make your own list. Uh, dancing, music in general. Um, I've really started putting this into action, like really trying to heal my inner child, realizing how incredibly damaged uh, she is. And so yesterday I was at the bus stop going to catch the bus and I was lis- listening to Papa Roach as one does. And I just got this feeling of just like, I needed to move. I needed to move to the music. Um, and I even got brave enough to like sing out loud. I'm so worried about what my voice sounds like. And, um, are people going to walk by me and be like, Oh my God, like, why does she have, why does she have the nerve to sing? Like, how does she even have that? She's got a horrendous voice, but there was just something that day where I was just like, fuck it all. This is my jam. Um, I think I was listening to the song Help. Um, And I was just like, I was just vibing with the song. And before I knew it, it was like I came, like, it was like I blacked out or something for a second. Because I knew I was moving. I knew I was, like, grooving to the music. Or more like banging my head, let's let's admit it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I was just, like, really feeling the music. And then I realized this people were like walking by and looking at me and like, I mean, I was, you know, it probably does look a little weird, a grown adult at the bus stop, like grooving the music that she can only hear. Um, but the, like, it didn't even phase me. Like it was like, I was honoring my inner child. My inner child said, we need to move. We need to get this energy out of our body. We can't tolerate the stagnant negative energy. And I, it just did not even phase me. Um, and I, I want to get to the point where that's the majority of my life where I just don't give a fuck. Um, you know, um, but with that being said, let's move on to, oh, another example. Now that we're also heading into like the warmer weather, at least where here in Connecticut, we're getting into the warmer weather. Some other ways, um, is like, playing uh what is that water balloons you know like a water balloon fight especially as we get closer to like june and july it's gonna get really hot that's another way of like you know cooling yourself down in the humid weather that is coming upon us and also tapping into that inner child 
Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before with the other stuff, but painting. This could be body art or this could be, um, you know, getting um, an easel and painting a picture. Or even if like, let's say you get off the phone and you're like super mad. You got in a fight with your best friend and you're just angry. You know, if, if all you do is grab a piece of paper and a red crayon and you just scribble all your until all your emotions are out, that's art too. That is definitely art. And it's a very therapeutic way of getting your, your frustration and anger out. Of course, there are other things you can do, like going to the gym. But for this episode, I really want to focus on things that your inner child really enjoyed doing when you were younger. And like I said, of course, if, if you can think of other things that you truly enjoyed... Um, as a child uh, that did not make my list, um, by all means, make your own list. Or, um, yeah, like, comment below this episode and let me know, because there's going to be a question, um, something about, you know, what are your ways of um, honoring your inner child? Um, So, and there might be a poll on uh, episodes. So I know there is one on last week's episode. Um... But yeah, for sure, of course, like, you know, make your own list and do what's right for you, what you feel drawn to doing. Um, and the final thing that I want to mention is rest. Because um, somebody who comes from a, um, you know, like a very toxic family, needless to say, um, the way I cope in my life is in like this perpetual play state of rest it's like I feel like if I don't move if I don't do anything if I don't interrupt anyone if I don't even make a sound the the quieter I am the better because then nothing can happen no one has a I mean of course anyone can be mad at you for any reason but if I don't do anything to instigate a chance to make them upset then there's no reason for them to be upset so I am my body feels safest when I am just doing nothing at all because there's no way for me to mess up if you don't do anything now there were other people that come from trauma and instead of them being feeling like rest is their safe space they're constantly I've got to be go 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 I've got to I've got to produce this I've got to you know um I've got to do that I've got to you know it's always constant never giving yourself to stop and breathe and smell the roses Um, And I just want to touch on that because I want to acknowledge that not everybody are like, oh, I should just rest. Let me just take a 20 minute break. No, some of us are running constantly on this trauma fear, even though we, we know that we're nowhere near it anymore. It's still so ingrained. So, um, when I have those situations where I'm like, for example, like today, I didn't want to record this week's episode. I was like, I can just take a break. But I sat with myself and I was like, okay, I acknowledge this is where we feel safest when we don't do anything. Um, but I asked myself, is there anything happening at this moment in my life that, um, that, uh, would make it impossible to do this week's episode. Like, do I have a deadline I need to meet? Or is there any family emergency going on? And the answer was no to all of them. And it just got down to the fact, and I just kept asking myself, why? Why are you feeling this way? 
Why do we come to this conclusion? And once I got down to the nuts and bolts of it, it was just, I don't want to. I don't want to. And I was like, that's not a good reason. You don't have any valid reason to skip this week's episode. And I've been looking forward to covering this topic. So why not do it? So I made a deal with myself. I said, and if there's kids around... Maybe you should get them out of the room or listen to this episode before you share it with your children. (laughs) Um, So I made a deal with myself. I said, okay, record this week's episode. And then when you're done, you can go and treat yourself to Burger King, bring it home and light up a huge bowl. Now, (laughs) to me, that sounds like parenting because how many times have, I mean, hopefully parents aren't handing their kids out you know, joints and bowls and stuff like that. But what I mean by that is like, if you have kids or if you know people with kids or you grew up in a family, you know, where you weren't the only child, you know that parents negotiate with their children. And that's where I am in my life. I'm negotiating with myself so I can break those negative habits that were instilled in me as a child. And Yeah, sure. I hope I get to a point where I don't need to negotiate and like bribe myself to do stuff. But that's where I am right now. And I acknowledge that. And I acknowledge that I have more work to do. And this is a topic that I definitely want to come back and discuss at at a later point. Um, I want to come back and talk about the changes that have happened and the things I still need to improve on um, after a certain amount of time of um, you know, implementing this into my life, these new changes. But with that being said, I think that's where I'm going to end this week's episode. And I hope you all have a magical week. Hello, everyone. I want to thank you for spending this time with me, along with all the reviews and comments that have been left. It means the world to me and truly helps the podcast out. If you'd like to keep up with the podcast, you can do so by checking out my TikTok, which is linked in the description of this week's episode. If you would like to join me in keeping the conversation going, you can do so by checking out the podcast over on Spotify, where each week there will be a question attached to the podcast and you can leave your comment. I look forward to hear what you all have to say.